Welcome to Bite at a Time Books Behind the Story, where we answer the questions you have about your favorite classic authors. What inspired your favorite author to write their novels? What was going on in the world at the time? Follow along with us as we tell you what was happening in the world while your favorite authors wrote your favorite classics. My name is Bree Carlisle, and I love to read and wanted to share my passion with listeners like you. If you want to know what's coming next and vote on upcoming books, sign up for our newsletter at biteatatimebooks.com. Be sure to follow my show on your favorite podcast platform so you get all the new episodes. You can find most of our links in the show notes, but also our website, biteatatimebooks.com, includes all of the links for our show, including to our Patreon to support the show and YouTube, where we have special behind the narration of the episodes. We're part of the Bite at a Time Books Productions Network. If you'd also like to hear a book by the author, check out the Bite at a Time Books podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Today we'll be talking about Jules Verne and Hetzel. In 1862, through their mutual acquaintance, Alfred de Brahat, Verne came into contact with the publisher Pierre-Jules Hetzel and submitted to him the manuscript of his developing novel then called Voyage and Beyond, Hetzel, already the publisher of Honor de Balzac, George Sand, Victor Hugo, and other well-known authors, had long been planning to launch a high-quality family magazine in which entertaining fiction would combine with scientific education. He saw Verne. With his demonstrated inclination toward scrupulously researched adventure stories as an ideal contributor for such a magazine, and accepted the novel giving Verne suggestions for improvement. Verne made the proposed revisions within two weeks and returned to Hetzel with the final draft, now titled Five Weeks in a Balloon. It was published by Hetzel on 31 January 1863. To secure his services for the planned magazine to be called the Magazine d'Education et de Recreation, Magazine of Education and Recreation, Hetzel also drew up a long-term contract, in which Verne would give him three volumes of text per year, each of which Hetzel would buy outright at a flat fee. Verne, finding both a steady salary and a sure outlet for writing at last, accepted immediately. For the rest of his lifetime, most of his novels would be serialized in Hetzel's magazine, before their appearance in book form, beginning with his second novel for Hetzel, The Adventures of Captain Hatteras, 1864-65, When The Adventures of Captain Hatteras was published in book form in 1866, Hetzel publicly announced his literary and educational ambitions for Verne's novels by saying in a preface that Verne's works would form a novel sequence called The Voyages Extraordinaires, Extraordinary Voyages or Extraordinary Journeys, and that Verne's aim was to outline all the geographical, geological, physical, and astronomical knowledge amassed by modern science, and a recount in an entertaining and picturesque format that is his own, the history of the universe. Late in life, Verne confirmed that this commission had become the running theme of his novels. My object has been to depict the Earth, and not the Earth alone, but the universe, and I have tried at the same time to realize a very high ideal of beauty of style. It is said that there can't be any style in a novel of adventure, but it isn't true. However, he also noted that the project was extremely ambitious, Yes, but the earth is very large and life is very short. In order to leave a completed work behind, one would need to be at least 100 years old. Hetzel influenced many of Verne's novels directly, especially in the first few years of their collaboration, 
Perverne was initially so happy to find a publisher that he agreed to almost all of the changes Hetzel suggested. For example, when Hetzel disapproved of the original climax of Captain Hatteras, including the death of the title character, Verne wrote an entirely new conclusion in which Hatteras survived. Hetzel also rejected Verne's next submission, Paris in the 20th Century, believing its pessimistic view of the future and its condemnation of technological progress were too subversive for a family magazine. This manuscript, believed lost for some time after Verne's death, was finally published in 1994. The relationship between publisher and writer changed significantly around 1869, when Verne and Hetzel were brought into conflict over the manuscript for 20,000 Leagues Under the Seas. Verne had initially conceived the submariner Captain Nemo as a Polish scientist, whose acts of vengeance were directed against the Russians who had killed his family during the January Uprising. Hetzel, not wanting to alienate the lucrative Russian market for Verne's books, demanded that Nemo be made an enemy of the slave trade, a situation that would make him an unambiguous hero. Verne, after fighting vehemently against the change, finally invented a compromise, in which Nemo's past is left mysterious. After this disagreement, Verne became notably cooler in his dealings with Hetzel, taking suggestions into consideration but often rejecting them outright. From that point, Verne published two or three more volumes a year. The most successful of these are Voyage au Centre de la Terre, Journey to the Center of the Earth, 1864, De la Terre à la Lune, From the Earth to the Moon, 1865, Vint mille lieues sous la Meurs, 20,000 Leagues Under the Seas, 1869, and Le Tour des Mondes et Quatre Vingt Jours, Around the World in 80 Days, which first appeared in Les Temps in 1872, Verne could now live on his writings, but most of his wealth came from the stage adaptations of Les Tours des Mondes et Quinch Vint Georges, 1874, and Michael Strognoff, 1876, which he wrote with Adolf Dannery. In 1867, Verne bought a small boat, the St. Michael, which he successfully replaced with the St. Michael II and the St. Michael III as his financial situation improved. On board the St. Michael III, he sailed around Europe. After his first novel, most of his stories were first serialized in the magazine D'Education et de Recreation, a Hetzel bi-weekly publication, before being published in book form. His brother Paul contributed to 40th French Climbing of the Mont Blanc and a collection of short stories, Dr. Ox in 1874. Verne became wealthy and famous. Meanwhile, Michael Verne married an actress against his father's wishes, had two children by an underage mistress, and buried himself in debts. The relationship between father and son improved as Michael grew older. Thank you for joining Bite at a Time Books behind the story today, while we answered some of the questions you have about one of your favorite classic authors. Again, my name is Bree Carlisle, and I hope you join us next time when we answer more questions about one of your favorite classic authors. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at biteatatimebooks.com. Check out the show notes or our website, biteatatimebooks.com, for the links for our show.